1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
2: And sports, the Joe Bro Foundation is making a pretty significant impact these days.
3: Yes, this is very exciting. We found out yesterday that the Joe Burrow Foundation is going to relaunch one of their favorite campaigns. This is from the Bayou to Greater Cincinnati. Let's do good. And this is a T-shirt campaign where uh, fans can, or people that love Joe Burrow can go online and purchase a T-shirt. But the cool thing is, it's kind of a competition between Cincinnati fans and Louisiana fans because you know he went to LSU, and so it's kind of like from who's the, the
1: bigger Joe Burrow fan? Is yeah, it the LSU fans more? or? Is Is the Cincinnati fans? So it's
3: from the Bayou to Cincinnati. Everyone can go online. You can purchase a T-shirt. And 100% of the proceeds from the T-shirt campaign is dedicated to the Joe Burrow Foundation. And a lot of that goes towards food insecurity and childhood mental health issues and things like that.
2: 100%. Yes, 100%
3: of these. So that's kind of like last year, Cincinnati won. We purchased more T-shirts. So we're hoping to like, you know, kind of. We'll do it again. Keep that title here. You have until June the 6th to go online and purchase your T-shirt. And then I also wanted to tell you a little bit about a story I watched this morning on Fox 19 um, where they spoke with a local family that actually received some of the funding from the Joe Burrow Foundation to help with uh, their daughter's mental health. And it was just such an incredibly impactful story. I put it up on the Q&A Two Facebook page. You have to go and watch it and check it out.
2: You said it brought you to tears.
3: I was. This morning. I have like six tissues over here this morning. You sure do. just sobbing. (laughs) It was just such a very touching thing that his family did and how it impacted a young girl in Oxford, Ohio that wasn't expecting any sort of help. And then he paid for all of her medical treatment for her mental health. But you have to watch it. It's a great job. Jeremy Rowell and everyone over at Fox 19 did a great job.
1: That's great. Reds played awesome last night. They beat St. Louis 10 to 3. I took my parents there. They're in town. It was a beautiful night to be outside. All the mu they not all the music, but they were doing like Tina Turner songs oh, sporadically yeah. through the game. Which was kinda it kinda gave you chills a little bit. But uh they won. They wrap up the series today at twelve thirty-five. Uh, NKU and Xavier Baseball both won their tournament games yesterday, so they move forward. NKU plays today at 3 and Xavier at 6.30. And then uh, this is kind of interesting, Jeff. You know NBA superstar Steph Curry, right? Yes, sir. He has launched his own Kentucky bourbon, and it's being distilled right here in Boone County. Really? And and it sounds like it's going to be a collab with his company, Boone County Distilling, and they're going to produce Gentleman's Cut Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. There you go. Under Mm. the name Game Changer Distillery. I guess it's going to be released worldwide Soon in the that's next month or so. That's cool. wow. wow. nice. what we're hearing.
3: If he needs a little taste testers or some samples, we are here for it. Hmm. I like the bourbon.
1: Uh, that's all we got. Oh, one more thing. Congrats to the McNick volleyball team. They
2: are um, going to states. Wow.
3: Cool. And that's, that's all we great. got.
2: All right. 752 right now and 53 degrees, warming up to 70 today with lower humidity. Lots of sunshine and dry. How to use Chat GPT to prep for your next job interview. It is Thursday, May 25th of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here's a rundown of some of the day's news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. But before we get to that story, uh, let us acknowledge that today is National Wine Day. National Wine Day. National Wine Day. Yeah, that's a big one.
1: I got a bottle of Winking Owl
2: halfway (laughs) open in the fridge. I'm going to maybe have that later on the deck. Dive into that. Yeah, red wine is our favorite wine, followed by white and then rosé. Most popular reds, Merlot, Cabernet, Pinot, and Red Zin. Red Zinfandel. Hmm. Yep.
3: I'm not a huge wine drinker, but I do like it with food. Like when we all go out to dinner, I always trust that you're going to pick something fantastic that tastes really good with my meat.
0: I went through a wine phase. Yeah, there was a period of time where I was drinking a bottle a day. Like, wow. Like Boone's (laughs) Farm. (laughs) <laughs> a bottle of wine, it red oh, or white? White. No kidding. It was very easy. Four big glasses will do it. And It wow. was probably the really sweet
1: stuff,
2: wasn't it? Oh,
0: yeah. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> there was a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was just a
2: white zen. But. Now, the top mistakes we make when drinking wine are holding the glass by the bulb instead of the stem. Yeah, I, I do that constantly, but I just prefer it that way. It's I like know a temperature wrong, thing, but- right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. If it's white, you're supposed to hold it by the stem so that it doesn't get warm, right? Right. But if it's a red, it doesn't super matter because those are more served room temp. Is that mm-hmm. true?
1: Usually, yeah. No, I would guess.
3: Well, what that's what I, like. That's why you put have the stemless wine cup, right? So that you can hold the red. Is that right?
2: Uh, I guess. Sure. That's what I heard. I don't I know. Mean, I will say this. In the past, I mean, to your point, I guess it would make sense because when... We're in Italy, and we order a red. More often than not, we actually get it in a stemless wine glass. So that could be. Uh, how many glasses of wine do you usually have in one sitting? A bottle and a half. Five. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, wine Depends pours, on the exactly, day. And it depends on the pourer,
2: mm-hmm.
3: whoever's pouring it. The <laughs>
2: overwhelming majority, 74%, uh, say oh. a glass or two. Uh, but 9% say they usually take down the full bottle, a la Jen Jordan. Those are the people right. being truthful. <laughs> yeah. People are Those lying. are the
0: honest ones, yes. right? There's
3: if like,
2: that makes you feel better. <laughs> when
3: I go to Olive Garden, sometimes hmm. you can get the, you can get a glass of wine or you can get the carafe, which I, is what I feel like a real pour should be.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you know. I do like red wine with dinner, but uh, there is something in red wine. I don't know if it's the sulfites or something else that does tend to give me... Uh, not a little headache, but like a little, There's cause like a little sinus thing. I feel a little pressure in my head. It it's tore not major. up my
0: gut. Oh gosh. Oh, it's wow. yeah. Bad. I, that's, that's why I stopped that one. Hmm.
3: A lot of people have that allergy, y- I think. Yeah.
0: It yeah. Just Ingrid has that. She, uh,
2: but, but the, it's only with certain varietals. Like she, I think she can drink Pinot, but she can't have cab or something. So she's always really super careful about what she orders. Uh, what country makes the best wine? 19% of Americans say the U.S. Uh, for all of our vineyards that we have in California, Oregon, and Washington, which is good enough for second place anyway. Uh, 21% say France, however, and Italy is third at 18%. Hmm. So there you go. Just some stats about wine or how here's another one how much does a good bottle of wine cost
0: Nineteen
2: ninety nine. anything over 12 bucks again subjective <laughs> <'Cause fancy.
0: laughs> who's defining the good
2: oh. well 42 percent of americans define good as anything over ten dollars would go. qualify as a nice bottle so there you go happy national wine day i'll have to find dig up a picture with a glass of wine and post it later Uh, What else do we have here this morning? This shouldn't surprise anyone, but it is interesting to see the actual data. A new Pew Research poll found that young adults are taking longer to hit key milestones in their life, like their first job, first apartment, and first kid. And so coming up, we'll run down some of those milestones and how many of us hit them by age 21 these days compared to the year 1980? Okay. As your news that didn't make the news continues. Start talking about a new...
3: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has
3: Pretty sure that's J Lo and PS. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Report that found young adults are taking longer to reach major milestones in their life compared to young adults that age forty years ago.
0: Well, forty years, I mean the Life expectancy 40 years ago was lower, wasn't it, than it is now? I mean, I know we're losing years now. It's going down. But you kind of think if we're living longer, then, yeah, we're going to start doing things a little later in life. Isn't that kind of a natural progression?
2: I don't know. I don't know what the difference in life expectancy was in 1980 compared to what it is now. I wonder if that is a significant difference. What I can tell you is that 62% of young adults had their first apartment by the age of 21. Oh, wow. In 1980. In okay. 1980.
3: So first apartment by the age of 21. I yeah. Did, I had that. I did that. Does a college 64%. apartment count? Yeah, I think so. You Don't think college if apartment. If you're paying
2: for it. If you're paying for it. Well, it, it said sure. your
3: own apartment. So maybe in this study it doesn't. Your own apartment.
2: I was 23. Mm. You're 23, yeah. Yeah, sixty-two percent of their first apartment by twenty-one in nineteen eighty compared to fifty-one percent now. Uh in nineteen eighty, thirty-two percent of young adults at the age of twenty-one were married.
0: Oh, Oh, no. yeah.
2: See, that's a bit young. That, that dramatic <laughs> drop there, only six percent. Age, age of twenty one? Yeah. I had, yeah. I had one
0: or two classmates get married while we were still in high school. What? Uh-huh. I think my dad was
2: still in college.
3: Oh, my word.
2: Financial independence. When you're not relying on your parents anymore, 42% of young adults age 21 were considered independent financially versus 25% now.
0: At 21? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's. Pff, co- I mean, you're still in college at 21.
3: Yeah. Because you know, most people don't if graduate until they're at least 22 or 23, because that's. You know, four or five years. Yeah,
0: 21 be, would be the youngest that you would... I was at, I was 21 when I graduated. Yeah, but the I
1: 1980, I mean, it's the amount of people that went to college probably was a different was percentage. A
0: lot yeah.
2: lower. Could have been. Could have been. Anyway. Huh.
0: Interesting. interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that it's good or bad or either. I just it's thought it was interesting.
0: Interesting, because I bet if you went back another 40 years, it was you would lower. see a lot... <laughs> well, you'd see a lot of people married at 18. Much earlier. You'd, oh, yeah. yeah, you'd see... Yeah,
3: yeah, because my granny, I think, got married at the age of like fourteen or fifteen, something crazy like that. Wow. Like she was very young. They were also in Eastern Kentucky, which I think had a lot to do with like that's what people did, you know, when they were because you didn't have anything uh, else to do. You get years married ago. and
2: you have babies. Yeah, yeah, may as well. I got nothing else going on. <laughs> I mean, she sure. had
3: a, she had eight kids.
2: You'll do. Why not? <laughs>
1: i in this holler. Might as well get married. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. Did you guys ever think about having an arranged marriage and what that must be like?
1: Oh, Part of me thinks I'd it would be up to my mother. Amazingly easy.
0: If you had left that up to your mother, she would have picked a very lovely, God fearing woman for you. A very Same. Christian woman. Yes, a very, I mean, which, someone heavily involved in the church.
2: Very conservative. Very, yes, <laughs> yes.
0: absolutely. Yeah. Which she probably would have know, been very sweet.
2: I'm a, I consider myself to be a God fearing man. I have a relationship with God. I consider myself a Christian, but that would not have been enough.
0: that's hilarious she would have turned you into a minister one way or another yeah she's like i'm I'm gonna make
2: sure you stay that way didn't she
0: want you to be a minister wasn't that a? didn't you get a good strong push in that direction yeah
2: her feeling was she said you know clearly you know you have the ability to to read and speak well in front of an audience therefore instead of
0: using it wasting this
2: yeah purpose you should be using those skills to serve God. Well, God gave you those skills. The least you could do is... My grandma said her to point. praise that's him. exactly yeah. her exactly. point.
1: My yeah. grandma said that I would make a good priest in it. And now looking back, I think that was her way of saying, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you. She I had you figured it out. Get ya. I get you,
0: little one.
2: <laughs> yep. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's really some truth to that.
0: There <laughs> might be. Yep.
2: Yeah. All right, in other news that didn't make the news this morning, there's a woman in the UK making headlines. She's gone viral after she caught her boyfriend cheating and got back at him by hiding smelly food in his apartment. There's a video where she <laughs> opens up the curtain rods above one of his windows and stuffs a bunch of shrimp in there. In
0: the curtain rod? Yeah. Now,
2: that's new. Didn't
0: we have that on a PMS Never Confessional?
2: Never done that. I think it did. It's come I up before. Was a
3: PMS Confessional a yeah. million years in ago. In a curtain rod? She's yeah. not
2: the first yeah. person to have done this, but she says his place smelled for months and he couldn't figure out why, and she took a lot of pleasure in that.
0: There was a prank at the place we used to work where they put a big old dead fish above Al Gardner's desk oh, that's in the funny. ceiling, up in the ceiling tiles. Oh, no. Yeah. Was that just a mess yeah. with them or was there oh, yeah. some,
2: is some form of revenge? Again, no, I
0: think they were just it? they were just messing with him. But, yeah. oh, I, I, you know, they, they could smell the smell but couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden it started to,
2: like, stain because oh. it was. Oh. And then they're like,
0: oh, my God, there's something up there. And then yeah. that's when they mm-hmm. found it.
2: Yeesh. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Well, anyway, her video inspired other people to tell their own revenge stories in the comments, and some of those are pretty solid, too. Picked out a few good ones here. Someone removed a back panel from their ex's TV and put crab meat in it.
0: Oh, gross. In the back panel of the TV. You wouldn't think to look there. I you know, that's not. how these are kind
2: of brilliant. Yeah. A woman brushed a guy's toilet with his toothbrush and mm-hmm. put it back. That's no. pretty common. That's, that's
3: disgusting. Yeah.
2: You know that, that. you know the liquid that comes in jars of minced garlic? Yeah. Someone dumped that into a guy's shoes, all of a guy's shoes. shoes. (laughs) Yes. And someone filled a spray bottle with milk and then sprayed it all over the person's carpet. Ew. Oh, people Uh. are
3: savage, man. Yeah. Wow.
2: You got to be pretty angry. You'd be carrying a lot of anger. Yeah do that kind of damage yeah yeah meanwhile this is one of those lists where if you showed it to a teenager they have no idea what you're talking about yeah someone came up with 40 things you would remember you would only remember from your youth if 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 you're officially old now
3: I'm afraid to listen to this. Right. Are you? <laughs> yep. Is anybody, I mean, when they started talking about that NSYNC album was 20 whatever years old, I was like, oh, God.
2: Yeah, I'll just give you <laughs> 10 good ones here. Using a pencil to rewind a cassette tape. Okay. You all know. You all understand. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: No? Completely. Okay. Or when it would, the, oh, the, wait, the it tape would, jam would start. And you would
2: pull it out of it the It would yeah. jam or Machine. it would
0: get, it'd be out.
2: Right. You know? Oh, for crying out loud. Do you got a pencil?
0: <laughs>
2: or or this this flare pen would actually work oh, better. Oh, yeah, that would work the, good. The little, it'd get out. in there good. Yep. Yeah. Or hearing someone yell, get off the computer, I need to use the phone. That's funny. Yeah, Fritz knows.
3: Yep. Or you would pick up the phone and it would disconnect.
2: Right. How about this? Back when cars... Needed two different keys. One key would unlock the passenger doors. Dang and, it. And a different key would open the trunk. Or in some cases, uh, like, start one car, to unlock right? the door and a different key to start the engine. Yeah. General
1: Motors, round key for the door, square key to start it up.
2: That's right. Yep. Huh. I
1: don't That's know if right. I remember
3: that as much. I just remember we had an Aries K that at the top of it, it had a giant black... Um,
1: A K car. Yeah,
3: like... The the, Aries K. Like the... Different than the Reliant K. the key wasn't metal. It was like the plastic (laughs) part was at the top.
0: Yep. Well, I I just remember how weird it was to not have keys anymore. Like when they switched strictly to the fob. Yeah. It was like... So I just felt... It felt wrong or that something was missing or how am I supposed to do this without a key
2: I thought it was the coolest thing ever
3: so you (laughs) know like I so this is this is something that I didn't know and I don't know if this makes me sound dumb or not I don't care but you know like so my car has like a key thing here that you can pull out which I obviously don't know how to work but that's not the key to the car the car doesn't even it's just a key to the door so I don't have an ignition switch. How do you get this out of here? In
2: other words, if you're saying if the battery dies, then it's then like the an emergency key. If you-
3: yeah. Okay. Here. I can know how. Yeah. So I thought this, because I said, I said to Scott one day, I was like, well, if that key fob quits working, I could just use the key to start the car. And he's like, no, you don't have an ignition th- thing. You, oh, you, you said don't the have button. a
2: button. I, I get you, his point.
3: Yeah. You. This is just to open the door. I thought this would start the car. He's like, "Where are you going to put it?" I'm right. like, "I don't know.
2: there has got
0: to be a hidden hole somewhere." Where are you
3: put it. You tell me. Yeah. And he's like, "No, that is only for the door."
2: But like when I valet, I'll disconnect it like that. I'll leave them the fob and I'll take my house so keys this with me. Will
3: work without this. Yeah. Ah. There you go. Did you guys know? Did you know that? No. Mm-hmm. That that's nope. just for the door. Nope.
0: I didn't. Maybe. I don't even think mine has one. Mine of those.
1: still has an old fashioned key and the ignition <laughs> in this in the. Thingy. Does yeah, it?
3: See? And that's
1: a
2: 2021 truck. I think oh, that's wow.
3: because GMC trucks are like that.
2: But yeah. Uh, when everyone's favorite treat was push up pops, Ooh. where you basically ate ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: <laughs> that's so true. Or printing out your directions from MapQuest. Mm-hmm. If you're over 60, you might still do that one. We actually had to do that. So the Airbnb we stayed at, the owner told us, they said, listen, our house is in an area that gets horrible cell service. Oh, so, so you don't want to use if you're GPSing, mm-hmm. it may die as you approach our home and then you're gonna be lost. So you might want to print out the directions ahead of time just so you have them as a backup. Nice. And I went on MapQuest to do and it. And did it. Yeah. And I had to send and I because Ingrid was meeting us at the at the house and she was She was coming from campus from a different direction, so we had to tell her, print these out. She's like, how do I even do that? (laughs) Uh, Having a notebook where you kept track of all your friends' phone numbers. Yeah. If you wanted to watch a movie, then you had to switch to Channel 3 on your TV. That was back before TVs had had different input options.
3: I remember that at school. I remember when they would roll in the big TV. Why isn't it working?
2: You got to turn it to Channel 3. (laughs) <laughs> accidentally burning yourself with the car's cigarette lighter now the holes where they used to be are just for plugging in chargers yeah finding out which movies were at your local theater by checking the newspaper
0: Get excited! On the paper came on Thursday to find out what movies were playing over right. the weekend.
3: See, I don't remember that, but I remember calling Showcase Cinemas in Erlanger and waiting for them to repeat everything at the end. Remember, it would go: If you miss any part of this message, it will automatically repeat itself. Right. Back and to the Future
1: Two is showing yeah. at seven
3: forty. Stay on the line. Nine
2: ten at yes. eleven o'clock. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then came seven 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 film. Yep. Well, I guess it was a different exchange in each city. Like in New York, it was 333 film. Other places, it would be like 888 film, depending on the city you were in. But it was movie phone. They were all owned by movie phone. Hello, Mm -hmm. and welcome to movie phone. And if you weren't listening to the radio, you were listening to something from your CD holder. And your CDs were probably (laughs) kept inside of your car's sun visor. Yeah.
3: Or in the giant black case that we got at Media Play.
2: (laughs)
0: That's so funny. (laughs)
3: Remember Media Play?
1: It's at the top of the escalators at Kenwood Mall, wasn't it? I think so.
2: Okay. So job hunting expert is blowing up on TikTok right now for a tip on how to use chat GPT to prep for your next job interview. And here's what she says to do. After you land an interview, go back to the job listing online and copy and paste the whole thing into chat GPT. You following me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Next, ask the chat GPT to generate interview questions based on the description. She said you should tell it to come up with like one question for every bullet point in there. And then read through those questions and come up with a good answer for each one because there's a pretty good chance the interviewer will ask similar stuff. And then also ask ChatGPT to list the top 10 keywords from the, from the job listing, which will give you a good list of words you might want to drop during the interview. And then once you have all that info, you can use it to practice, kind of like having a friend or a parent do a mock interview with you, but easier. And ChatGPT will probably come up with better questions.
0: Yeah. Did you ever get asked a really weird question in an interview situation? I I don't think. Never. No.
1: No. I just want to know if I could do the job. I had a guy ask me one time, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite quote from that movie? Why do you love that movie? I'm like, I didn't prepare for this one. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know me very well, but I don't pay attention to
2: movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite quote from a movie is anything that I can impersonate rather well because it makes it more fun to recite it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we had that whole list earlier this week of the movie quotes that you were reciting. You did such a good job.
2: Right. Uh, coming up, the Florida man who lost his arm to a gator. He's pretty calm about it. Yeah. He's like, it's no big deal. <laughs> Do you hear about this? Yeah. No big deal. It's just an arm. I tell you what, some people just have a knack for looking on the bright side of life. Yep. And he must be one of them. 23-year-old guy in Florida named Jordan Rivera. He's in the news after losing his arm to an alligator on Sunday. TMZ had the graphic footage.
0: Oh, somebody has it on tape or they just have a picture of his wound?
2: Uh, Well, they said graphic. I I didn't actually look at it, Mm. but it said graphic video. Oh. Ooh. Man loses arm to alligator. He was outside a bar in Port Charlotte, about 90 miles south of Tampa. And there's a pond out back, and that's where it happened. He remembers falling down, and then he woke up in the hospital. But it turned out a, a 10-footer got him. Wow, that's a big one. Yeah, you've seen those. Yeah. I think it was that one that was wandering around our parking I wanna lot. I want to say it wasn't that big. Well, maybe Six feet. Or was it bigger than yeah, that? Yeah, it was pretty big. I thought it was pretty big. Was it?
3: 10-footer, though?
2: Yeah. Dang. And people at the bar sprung into action immediately and made a tourniquet and saved his life. Wow. But, yeah, he was uh, he was doing an interview from his hospital bed and was just surprisingly upbeat about the whole thing. I didn't lose my life. Lost an arm. It's not the end of the world. They got my elbow so like, I don't have an elbow, but I can still move my arm around and whatnot. I just saw a little lake just trying to go over there and just, you know, take a little pee or whatnot. Something happened where I either tripped or like something, the ground below me kind of just went down and I ended up in the water. And that's literally the last thing I remember. Fusion, I was like, whoa, like I was just, cause I woke up and I was just sitting here and I looked over and then I saw my arm the way it was. And I was like, Ooh, it kind of just feels like my arm's just there, but not there. I guess wow. you couldn't reattach it, huh? Wow.
0: Well, I if a gator ate it.
2: Uh, So someone started a GoFundMe to help cover his medical bills. And if you want to donate, the campaign is called Help Jordan and His Family. I guess the only thing that really seemed to bug him was a rumor that he was being dumb and went out back to feed the alligator. Mm. He's like, F you, I was taking a pee. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) He says he was just out there trying to use the bathroom and the rumor is not true at all. So there you go. Huh. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's gonna hit him one day when it when he's, it starts he, to really he, affect him, he's yeah. gonna be like,
0: oh man. Yeah, he's it's, he's gonna get probably a little bummed. Yeah. Things will be a little bit harder.
2: All right. It is eight twenty six, Jeff Jen, Cincinnati's Q one oh two coming up. We got uh thousand dollars on the line. The one K letter of the day is coming up next. But first, Denise Johnson has your latest. Thanks traffic. for listening